With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Where the legends play. Willie 1550 and 98.7. Hello there, I'm Kenny Graves. And man, on the phone with me, one of my all-time favorites. And he was one of the most successful artists of the 1990s. He has sold over 10 million albums and has released 33 hit singles, including 19 top 10 hits with eight number ones. And his baritone voice is unmistakable. He is the great Doug Stone. How are you, Doug? Wow, after that introduction, I can't, my head's so big, I can't even talk on the phone now. <laughs> <laughs> Quite all right. I appreciate you taking the time. It's, uh, you've been on my bucket list for a while, so I'm glad I got you nailed down. And I think you're, you're parking your car somewhere fairly close to us over here in this part of Texas. So welcome to the Lone Star State, by the way. Yes, I've enjoyed it here. Uh, met a girl from Texas, and then uh, we fell in love. It was wild. And I, I just decided to move down here, and uh, we're building a house, as a matter of fact. So. Awesome. Well, uh, you got here as quick as you could. I like to hear that. <laughs> exactly. All right, Doug, let's get on with this. What music were you listening to as a young boy? Well, I was raised on country music to start with because Mama was big in the country. And, of course, Loretta Lynn and all them, and I got to vote for her when I was seven. So I was bit by the country bug early. But, you know, growing up in Georgia, we had uh, Michael Jackson, the Jackson Five, uh, Donnie Marie Osmond, the Osmonds, uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire, uh, Marvin Gaye, Sadie Pendergrass, uh, <laughs> Chico, Led Zeppelin. That's who all I was, all those genres of music kind of, me into what I am now. It's like a big pot of gumbo with your music taste. I like it. That's pretty good. Uh, and you did mention I was. That was my next question. Your mom did your mom arrange it? But you opened for Miss Loretta Lynn, and like you said, you were seven years old. How was that? Uh, very exciting. Um, scared to death. It was my first time on stage, and uh, I was just playing a three chord boogie you know like do 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 that kind of thing and uh looking over at mama the whole time scared to death and uh excuse me i got off the stage and loretta went out there and she said hey hope y'all don't mind i'm just country kicked the shoes off started the show and just took off like crazy and i said you know that's what i want to do and uh i had to learn how to do these mechanics and carpentry before i got to the days where i could do music all the time all right you were playing some shows as a teenager doug what was your first paying gig <laughs> a skating rink all i right. got paid uh 25 for a four-piece band and we didn't want to split the the last five up so we gave it to my brother because he was standing there <laughs> but I bet that felt like a great five dollars each, right? Yep. Because you know it didn't matter if they not paid us anything. <laughs> we just wanted to play. 
at that age and when you're when you're really hungry you're almost willing to pay them just to let you play you know and so you just get that fever so that's great great story and of course you signed with epic records in 1990 and found instant success with your first single which is uh, still an iconic song to this day i'd be better off in a pine box how did that one develop you know it's a long story on that one we did the first three songs, which was uh, These Lips, uh, Don't Know How to Say Goodbye, Different Light, and We Always Agree on Love, which all three made the first album. And uh, he was shopping that around, and he landed it with um, CBS at the time, which Sony Music bought out. But they, uh, they liked that. The guy said, come up. And I went up there, and he stood up and said, uh, Sing me a song, man. And I sang him a song. He said, sing me another one. And I sang him another one. And he said, hey, let's, uh, let's do an album. I said, that's what I've been waiting to hear. Huh. And uh, from there, we just took off. Epic Records was really good. Who wrote uh, Pine Box? I don't think I took that on my notes. Oh, uh, Steve Clark and John McCray. Okay. All wrote right. that song. Who found that for you? Doug Johnson. Uh, well, no, really, the, the head of the label that uh, that signed me. He said, "He said, man, I got a song for you." And I said, "Well, you know, I didn't even like it." Randy Travis had passed on it, and uh, I said, "Well, I'll make it a hit somehow, or I'll, I'll do something," you know. And for seven months, I worked on that song, uh, and we went in the studio to cut it and i told doug johnson i said i know how it goes and uh i sat down and played it for him he said yep that's it let's do it <laughs> well good thing you, <laughs> good thing you did that's still considered your signature song so uh here's a fun question i, I won't I, I like getting the answers on this doug where were you at the first time you heard your music on the radio north carolina um i was doing an interview uh well, I guess it was a whole hour interview. We did play the whole album. And uh, we we did the whole album. He said, hey, man, have you ever heard the song on the radio? I said, no. He said, I'll give you five minutes to get to your car. And I said, all right, you're all. And that's the first time I heard it. And it was, was it Pine Box? Yep. Oh, outstanding. Yeah, yeah. We went over the whole album, but he, he played Pine Box for the last song. And I'm like, and, and it's really weird because I do it for my last song in every show I do. Now, you tried out your acting chops with the movie Gordy back in 1995, a beloved family movie. How did you enjoy acting in that first role? Well, you know, I just knew by now Spielberg would be knocking down the door. <laughs> uh, you know, but I hadn't seen anybody. Nobody's called. Uh, it was terrible. No, I'm not really an actor. I, I It was fun to do. Uh, Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You know, they always say <laughs> never uh, work with kids and animals. You did both. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I just went ahead and did both of them. Got them out of the way. <laughs> 
Oh, great. Uh, here's something I was real curious about. Would you mind telling us about the song Caught Dead Living and the story behind that? Oh, have you heard that one? Not yet. That's what I'm waiting on you for. I figured I'd get it from the horse's oh. mouth. Well, it's, um, it's you know, I've crashed a plane. Um, uh, I've wrecked m- numerous cars, you know, motorcycles. And I'm just having fun. And uh, that's what the song's about. I've seen my grandpa die in a bed. And uh, I didn't want to go that way. And uh, that's, it's, you know, I'd rather be caught dead living. Uh, want to be caught dead living on some ocean somewhere fishing. I think that's how it goes. It's been a long time. But it's a really cool song about just, I don't want to die in a bed. Not a way to go. Go out with your boots on, is what you're saying. Exactly. You know, just fall over dead walking. <laughs> I don't definitely want to wither away. Got that. Now, you mentioned earlier yeah, when you were trying to make enough money playing music, you had some side jobs, including working as a mechanic. Is that a hobby for you at all these days? No, no, I hate it. <laughs> I hate it then. Uh, the only thing I really enjoyed doing was uh, bench work, uh, where you have the engine on the engine stand, or you're working on a third member of the transmission or whatever. Gotcha. You know, stuff that you can just work on right there. You don't have to crawl over it. And you also mentioned you're doing some, some woodworking. Well, fans can order these little pine boxes at DougStone.com, which are just awesome looking. And you make those yourself, correct? Yeah, it gives me something to do on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Because I'm usually on the road Thursday through Sunday. But yeah, you can find those at his website. It's a cool gift idea if you have a Doug Stone fan in your life. Uh, I also recently caught a video, Doug, of your wife, Jade, performing along with your daughter, Bristol. So go ahead, Dad. Brag on your li- <laughs> brag on that little girl. Isn't that cool? <laughs> very, very cool. I'll tell you, she ain't afraid of nothing. She, she jumps up there like she's grown. She talks to us like she's grown. It's like she's an old soul, just like Jade. I mean, you know, it's, it's really weird. Uh, she'll get up there and act just like us. It's, it's just normal for her, you know. And uh, I think she's going to be an entertainer. Uh, she's definitely going to play something. We're uh, about to get her first guitar, uh, like a baby Taylor, you know. Uh-huh. We'll let her learn on that. You'll have to work on that shyness problem she's got. Oh, yeah. No, she is shy. <laughs> no, at not all. at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah she'll, uh, she'll tell you exactly what she thinks. We've all, you know, we've talked about uh, stranger danger, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Somebody will come out and start talking to her and she'll just back right up. We'll say nothing. I'm like, we taught her stranger danger. Hey, better safe than sorry. I got that. Heck, yeah, man. There's a lot of crazy people out there nowadays. You never know what's going to happen. Very true. Very true. Let's get to the meat of it now, Doug. The new album is called Doug Stone, The Acoustic Sessions. So tell us about the project. Well, it was really funny. Uh, I got with a guy I'd been wanting to work with, Buddy Hyatt. And we decided on the, the songs to redo, you know, the acoustic. And yeah, it was easy. Uh, it was probably the most easiest album I ever did. 
we went in there, and like I said, I was I was even feeling kind of sick. But every album I've ever done, I was sick. So you know, it's nothing new. I don't know why. You know why I choose to be sick, but that's the way it turns out. Anyway, uh, we went in there in about two and a half hours and sung the thing, and it turned out like it did. I'm very happy with it. Well, I got a sneak peek, a sneak listen, as it were, and that is phenomenal. It's stripped down. It's some good harmony on there with you, and that voice, man, is just, uh, I mentioned before we started the interview, you kind of reestablished yourself at the top of the food chain with these country music vocals. I thought it was phenomenal. It's a breath of fresh air for country music, and it's good for the soul of country music, and it's a great album. I think it's phenomenal. When's that release date? Don't know that one. No, that's that's one of the managerial uh, oh, things, you know. It's <laughs> it's in the works. It's upcoming. I like that. that yeah. that's a good that's a good way to put it. And you also exactly. you also have a show coming up pretty close to us on Friday, November twelfth. You'll be at Main Street Crossing in Tomball, and you can get tickets at DougStone dot com. What can fans expect if they've not seen you live before? Man, let me tell you something about Main Street. I've played there. I can't even remember how many times now. And it's one of the most fun places I ever played. The crowds are always talking to me. And I love it. We have conversations, you know, and just, uh, <laughs> there's no telling what's going to happen. Let's put it that way. Well, it's, uh, a, it's an intimate setting. Happens, I go, wow, that was cool. <laughs> And it's an intimate setting, and it's something you don't get uh, in stadiums. I mean, you get close up with the artist, you feel the emotion in every song, and it's it's right there. It just pulls on your heart, man. It's it's an amazing place to see a show. If you haven't yet, you need to check it out. Doug Stone, man, I don't know what else to say, but thank you. It's a phenomenal uh, opportunity I've had to talk to you, and uh, I wish you all the best. I think there's, you're going to have some big success with the album. Well, thank you, and I appreciate the interview. Very good interview. I appreciate that. That's a, quite a compliment coming from somebody who's done a few of these in his life. But <laughs> <laughs> well, brother, I'm, hope, I, I'm hoping to catch up with you November 12th over in Tomball. be great to catch you live after all these years. So thank you again. And uh, for the great Doug Stone, I'm Kenny Graves here on Willie 1550 and 98.7.